Welcome to California Now, a podcast produced by Visit California. I'm Satirius Johnson. California is a tremendous place to enjoy the holidays, and Sonoma County is a beautiful illustration of why, says my first guest, journalist Heather Irwin. In the winter, the hillsides are green again, and the skies are a bright blue, and it's usually crisp and lovely outside. And, you know, it's the time where we actually take a little break and we go maybe get a fresh crab sandwich at the coast or some fresh-pressed olive oil from our local mills or just hike in the redwoods. You know, it's just that time where we kick back and really enjoy the season. Then if you've ever wished you could build a snowman without leaving the sunny Southern California coast, well, you're in luck. Vincenzo Giamanco joins us to talk about snow and glow. I don't know how often you go down slides these days, but uh, for me, not that often. And so when we when I went down this thing, I just I lit up like a little five year old. I was so excited. I could wait to run back up and do it again. So it's it's really it's just fun. And Brendan Madigan takes us walking through the winter wonderland of North Lake Tahoe. There may be some snowshoeing and cross country skiing involved too. That's all coming up on California Now. When you think of Sonoma County, you might picture a sunny afternoon sipping wine at a vineyard. But my next guest says it's an amazing place to visit during the holidays, too. That's whether you're out shopping, taking the kids to look at Christmas lights, grabbing a bite to eat, or doing all three. Sonoma Magazine dining editor Heather Irwin is a leading local authority, and she's here to show us around several towns in Sonoma County. Welcome to California Now, Heather. Well, thanks for having me. So let's start with the broad sweep. What makes Sonoma County, in general a great place to visit during the holiday season? Well, I think it's a great place to visit any time of the year, but what really sticks out to me the most as someone who's lived in big cities and around uh, different places in the country are the really earnest small town traditions that we have here. The local Christmas tree lighting, we actually have tractor parades and caroling, and we love to give homemade gifts of backyard preserves and sourdough starters. And I know that sounds really trite, but it's really (laughs) what we do here in the country. Uh In the winter, the hillsides are green again, and the skies are a bright blue, and it's usually crisp and lovely outside. And, you know, it's the time where we actually take a little break and we go maybe get a fresh crab sandwich at the coast or some fresh pressed olive oil from our local mills or just hike in the redwoods. You know, it's just that time where we kick back and really enjoy the season. Right. And so, you know, Sonoma County boasts a a collection of towns, each with their own unique character and charm. So let's bounce around to a few of them and, and drill down a bit, starting with Petaluma. What's the general vibe there? Petaluma is a great family town. It's really, it's the closest to Marin. It's the southernmost town in Sonoma County. And I really love how it sticks so close to its agricultural roots as well. And I always say the happy cows that you see on those cheese commercials, that's actually how it looks in Petaluma. You can drive around (laughs) and see those cows just standing out there being happy as clams. Um, They've got a lot of, you know, beautiful Victorian houses. It's got a really walkable downtown and people sort of joke around that it's a modern Mayberry Mm. where you can find a dairy farmer and some jog moms and crafty hipsters all huddled around a warm cup of espresso at the local bakery. You know, it's just that kind of feeling. And I always say, if you're looking for an upcycled hand felted hat for your heirloom chicken, this is exactly where you're going to find it. Um, and they'll probably have the matching egg cozy as well. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. So, I mean, it's like you get a small town feel, maybe a little quirkiness as well. It's what it Absolutely. sounds like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, so say I'm making a day of it in Petaluma. Let's go stop by stop. Where should I start and what should I do there? 
okay, here's what I want you to do. I want you to start by grabbing an espresso and maybe a Nutella Cornetto mm. um, at Selena Pronto. It's an Italian bakery and it's cuter than a pink Vespa. It's super <laughs> authentic. Um, so after you do that, I'd stroll down Kentucky Street and there are tons of really cute antique shops and locally owned stores with odes to this being the butter and egg capital of the world. Mm. Um, there's a place called Fieldworks that I love for decor and crafty local products and a really fun place called Heebie Jeebies where you can get all <laughs> kinds of wacky stocking stuffers. Oh, that's great. So I kind of get I kind of get fortified with an amazing mm -hmm. coffee and pastry. And then I'm off to like, maybe window shop, maybe pick up a little antique or something. And um, I hear like craft shows are big in Petaluma. What's the deal with that? <laughs> There's always a craft show going on in Petaluma. And one of the fun things is they have year round farmers markets. So one of the things that I love to do is you can go walk along the riverfront and there's a lot of festively decorated boats that are happening around the holidays. Uh, Walnut Park has a great afternoon farmer's market, and you can get seasonal foods and crafts and fun things from the ranches and farms nearby. Right, right. It seems like the sort of place that would really go big for Christmas lights, uh, is it? We go big everywhere in Sonoma County <laughs> with Christmas lights. We do like to do that. But yes, definitely. Um, a lot of the, the charming little houses around the downtown area really do it upright. And I think that the fun thing, too, is that if you're sticking around for dinner or afternoon, late afternoon snack, there's a really fun restaurant downtown called Stockholm. And it's a mix of Swedish comfort classics and Middle Eastern street food. Hmm. And they have this thing where on Saturday, the kids in Sweden get this Saturday candy. It's the one day of a week where they get to eat as much candy as they want. <laughs> so they have all kinds of this really interesting European candies. You go in there and you get your candy, you know, you get a Swedish pancake, you maybe you get a falafel as well. And it's just a wonderful place that I love to go eat. Mm. Well, you know, being the dining editor, I'd be remiss not to ask you, you know, to hit a few of the places in Petaluma uh, to go eat and drink. So what are some of the other places that, you know, if I'm visiting, I really should hit? You know, downtown is some great food. Uh, Central Market is one of my favorite places. It's a very farm-to-table sort of place. Um, there's Seared, a restaurant where you can get a great steak and some really delicious cocktails. Uh, there's some terrific places to get seafood and to get um, fresh oysters. I would just say walk around and see what sounds good to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Sounds like there's a lot of broad uh, kind of variety of, of places to hit. And you're saying that the, the, the quality of the restaurants in town are, is generally very good. It really is. And, and that's something that we're really proud of here in Sonoma County is that we really do try to use the land. We use the food of the land. So Della Fattoria is a wonderful bakery downtown and they use, you know, fresh milled flour from a local mill and their breads are fantastic. Their desserts are fantastic. You can just, you can't go wrong with any of these things. There's a, a funky little place called Wishbone. It's a little further out of town. You have to drive there, but it's owned by a local couple who raise cattle and they love to just go out and forage and get all kinds of interesting things for, for their meals. They make fresh cocktails and it's the feeling of really being welcome in Petaluma and everyone coming around the table. Mm, sounds great. Okay, let's talk about Santa Rosa now. Uh, what's special about visiting there during the holidays? Well, you know, Santa Rosa is an interesting place. It's the county seat, and it's a city of neighborhoods and parks. And we have a lot of 
bicycle shops with high-end bicycles. For some reason, it's just become this mecca of for bicyclists. And there's a lot of places here that sort of speak to that. There's a really fun place called the Trail House. And it's right by one of our large parks here, Spring Lake Regional Park. And what I always tell people is to stop there. You can get a delicious, you know, peppermint tea or mm. some coffee and a little snack. And then go out and do some bike riding at Spring Lake. You can even rent bikes at the Trail House. So that's always a good place to stop if you're into bicycling or hiking. There's mm -hmm. tons of hikes around here just to get out in nature, do that forest bathing thing that everybody's right. talking about. You know, just get yourself back to nature. And the weather here is usually really good this time of year. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, like when you think of the winter holidays, uh, usually you're thinking of things like, you know, sledding or, you know, a lot of wintry, snowy kinds of things. You don't really think about hiking and bicycling. But in California, the weather is such that you can actually do that. And that can become your holiday tradition. It really is. Yeah, you're not going to probably find snow here. I think we've maybe had snow one time since I've lived here. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, you know, the weather is usually really nice. And around here, you know, if you as long as you layer, that's the important thing about Northern California, layer, uh -huh. you need to wear, you know, wear a base layer, maybe have a little fleece on top and a nice warm jacket on top of that. And you're going to be good to go. <laughs> that's right. The, 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 the temperature and the weather could change throughout the day. Absolutely. Uh, so holiday-wise, I hear Santa Rosa is home to something called Snoopy's Home Ice. What's that? Yes, it is. So we are very passionate about Charles Schultz, who is the originator of the Peanuts Gang. And he created a huge ice arena here called Snoopy's Home Ice. And it's a really fun skating rink, especially for kids, because it's got all the Snoopy theme and all the Peanuts theme. In fact, there's a little museum right next door you can go to and sort of check out the history of the Peanuts. But I love to tell people to go there because there's a really fun little cafe there called the Warm Puppy Cafe. <laughs> and you can go in and get a great hot chocolate and literally eat out of a dog bowl. Uh, they have compostable dog bowls that they serve <laughs> the food in. And I think the kids just love that. And I got to admit, I like it too. <laughs> Great place to stop. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Okay. So you're a local in Santa Rosa. Where, if I were visiting, where's like one place that you, that you think I would definitely have to try? One thing that I think people don't know a lot about Santa Rosa is that we have a really cool bustling area called Roseland. And it's a, it's a neighborhood that really celebrates the Latinx culture with restaurants and food trucks and incredible murals and bakeries. I love to go and just check out the food trucks and go to the restaurants. Uh, tamales are a seasonal holiday thing. And so you can go there and get any flavor of tamales. You can get pork, you can get chicken, you can get cheese. And then they also do sweet tamales. So they might have pineapple or something in them. It's um, If you haven't had one before, it's a cornmeal masa with some little yummy things tucked inside, then they steam it in a corn husk. Mm -hmm. And again, it's, you know, you always know when it's the holiday season because tamales will be made everywhere. You'll, you'll be turning down tamales. Because <laughs> everyone will want to be giving you tamales. So that's a really fun thing to do. Um, quesabiria is also the hot thing up here, um, which is a taco uh, soaked in a wonderful red broth with steamed uh, pork inside. And then you dip this delicious crunchy taco with lots of cheese into a consomme. 
if you haven't had one, you got to come up and try mm, it. We no. have dueling quesabiria trucks up here in Roseland. Oh, so wow. that's a fun thing to do as well. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Wow. So, mm-hmm. so a lot of fun, a lot of things to do in Santa Rosa. So where to next? Maybe Healdsburg? This it's a very quaint town, but it's kind of outgrown its agricultural roots and become this very fancy wine, food, and vacation spots. And you can find plenty of hometown fun and local families that are hanging out in the plaza, uh, which they decorate with twinkle lights and wreaths at the holidays. But if you're going to be, you know, looking for a gluten-free, uh, uh, handcrafted artisanal dog biscuit and designer puffy jackets for your pooch, you're going to find them up in Healdsburg. Um, <laughs> definitely, you can spend a few dollars up there. But If you're going up, you kind of have to go to the Alexander Valley for some wine tasting. And the wineries really do it up big. But one of our favorites is Lambert Bridge because they have this giant warm fireplace. Mm. And you can do intimate tastings in their Redwood Barrel Room, which is so much fun, especially warming up, you know, by the fire. And they're very dog friendly. So you might just see the winery dogs while you're there. Oh, that's great. That sounds really, really kind of cozy on maybe a cool, crisp evening to have a little drink or a little appetizer by the fireplace. Absolutely. Drinking is a pastime, you know, in Santa <laughs> County. Um, it, it's a lifestyle. So, you know, another thing that's fun, though, too, is people might not know we have a lot of craft distilleries here. So I always like to tell people to definitely try some of our homemade craft distillery, you know, the gin, the vodka, all the different things that we have here. And then we like to put in all the seasonal produce into them. So you can get these delicious uh, drinks that have Buddha's hand and vodka and local vodka in them. Um, There's a place called Burdock Bar. And I really, really enjoy going there because tiki drinks are actually their specialty. It's very (laughs) clubby and quiet and that's a fun place to go. But this is also where you're going to find all the Michelin star restaurants. So make a reservation in advance, but you will find all of the lovely, lovely Michelin star places like Barn Viva and Single Thread. You know, that that Healdsburg Plaza sounds like it could be a real great shopping spot for, you know, the hard to please person who's on your list. If you're looking for something unusual, that might be a good stop. I love walking around the plaza because there's, in addition to wine tasting rooms and restaurants, we have some lovely art galleries and shops where you can find some of those difficult to find things for the people in your life that have everything maybe. They're used to people that have everything up there. So you are going to find some really unique things there. Um, There's some home decor shops, uh, women's clothing shops. I love to go up there and shop whenever I can. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on. Um, So where to next? Okay. We're going to head over to Sebastopol. Um, Sebastopol is the gateway to West County. And this is the totally different vibe than Healdsburg. It's kind of the alternate to Healdsburg. Um, Very well known for its hippie vibe. So, you know, accept your free spirit, embrace the patchouli. Um, (laughs) I I say the the perfect holiday gift for a Sebastopudlian would be a hand-hewn wind chime with a certificate of carbon neutrality made on the first full moon after the equinox. You know, it's that kind of thing. We're only sort of exaggerating this. Uh Um, Suffice to say, you'll find brown rice on every menu. Okay. (laughs) One of the really neat things about Sebastopol is that it's got a charming downtown, but right outside of town, there's all these Christmas tree farms. Mm. So you can wander between the Douglas firs, you know, and cut your own Christmas trees and then maybe go to the barn and have some hot chocolate. Um, One thing that I just found out about and I thought was so cool 
is after you do all that, uh, the grownups can go to nearby Grayton. It's like a tiny one stoplight town uh, and get a ginger hot toddy at Underwood Bar. Uh, that's a place where you can find winemakers. Sometimes you'll see a celebrity or two in there because it's way off the beaten path. It's nestled in the redwoods and just a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like Sebastopol is a lot kind of uh, more low key, a little kind of smaller town vibe. It is. It's very approachable. But something that's fairly new over there is called the Barlow. And it's a 12 acre open air market. It's got brew pubs, tasting rooms. It's got a cider tasting room. And Sebastopol is really well known for its apples. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got restaurants and they've got terrific shops there. I really love all the stores there. They're just so much fun things you can't find everywhere else. Um, A lot of sustainable clothing, things like that. Um, But my favorite thing to do is to grab a table at a place called Region. And they have self-service wine vending machines (laughs) where you can get, there's like 50 different wines there from really approachable wines to really expensive wines. And you can just, you know, get a sip or you can get a whole glass. And then when you're sitting there at Region, you can order food from one of the restaurants in the Barlow. So sushi from a place called Kosho is pretty much my favorite and it's delivered to the table. So kids can get what they want. Mom and dad can get what they want. It's just a, a really fun place to go and spend an afternoon. Um, I always love that. And I have to say, like, if there were ever a place to have, uh, you know, to have wine vending machines, I guess Sonoma County would be it, right? <laughs> Isn't that, it, they're the most fascinating thing. Love them. <laughs> love them. Because you can taste, you know, a $300 bottle of wine. You can get like a little sip maybe mm. for 10 or 15 bucks. It's right. very exciting. Oh, that's really great. <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah. Well, Heather, you know, this has been really great. Thank you so much for joining us on California Now. Thank you so much. Heather Irwin is dining editor at Sonoma Magazine online at sonomamag.com. Their Instagram is at sonomamag. Heather is also on Insta at Bite Club Eats. As always, we'll have links to all the places we talked about on today's episode and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com slash podcast. This is California Now. Hello, everybody. Satirius Johnson here. If you liked my interview with Heather just now, there's plenty more like it in our archives. You'll find interviews with informed locals that take you behind the scenes in Temecula, Gold Country, Catalina, Greater Palm Springs, pretty much every corner of the state. The best way to access all this great content is by subscribing to California Now using whatever podcast platform you like best. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're pretty much everywhere. You'll find more than 40 hours of travel advice and information on every travel topic imaginable. Check it out, and thanks for listening. It may be hard to imagine a snowy, white Christmas in sunny SoCal destinations like Del Mar and Ventura, but that's exactly what my next guest set out to create, complete with lots of lights. Vincenzo Giamanco is here to tell us about Snow and Glow, a veritable winter wonderland in two separate locations where families can build a snowman or even slide down a huge snow tubing setup, all without leaving the palm trees behind. Welcome to California Now, Vincenzo. Hey, thank you so much for having me. So, you know, I want to hear all about Snow and Glow in a moment, but to start out, let's talk about another project you worked on during the pandemic, Concerts in Your Car. What's that about? Wow. Yeah. Well, Concerts in Your Car, um, 
prior to the pandemic hitting, uh, my company produced about 12 large-scale festivals a year, lifestyle stuff um, up and down the state of California. And when the pandemic hit, we were able to create uh, concerts in your car. Uh, we did more live shows than anyone else in the country in 2020, and it was quite the spectacle. We put the a large stage in the center of a parking lot, and we parked cars 360 degrees around the stage. And basically, it was like a drive-in movie, but it was a <laughs> concert. And we had everybody from the Beach Boys to Snoop Dogg perform. And it was just a really surreal time, and it really opened up the doors to all kinds of creative things that we've been pursuing. Yeah, that sounds really great. And then concerts in your car turned into holidays in your car. Is that right? Totally. Concerts in your car then... Uh, you know, we got to the winter months and, and we were like, what are we going to, you know, what are we going to do? We got to keep this going. And so we, we launched holidays in your car, which was a drive through mile and a half, uh, light, light show. And, uh, another example of, you know, people being able to stay in their car and drive through and, and enjoy that. And, um, basically, you know, by doing that, that really launched, uh, what we're producing this year, which is the snow and glow holiday festival, which is literally a direct, um, it's literally a direct outcome of the pandemic is, is snow and glow. I mean, we would have never have actually gone to this or, or done this if, if we hadn't gone through uh, 2020. And so we're just excited to get people out of the cars, walking around and, and have them experience a, a winter wonderland. So, Vincenzo, when you kind of, uh, you know, evolved concerts in your car to holidays in your car, how did it feel uh, to watch people enjoying, you know, holidays in your car? last year after being kind of cooped up all, all that time? I mean, when you see a three-year-old, you know, <laughs> roll down the window and look <laughs> at these lights for the first time, they just, you know, just fireworks. I mean, that's magic. And that's what it's all about. And um, we just, we work hard to deliver that experience. And that really is what kind of keeps us driving to continue to to kind of raise the bar every year and, Every time we wrap a new tree with lights, I mean, it just, I, I get giddy. I'm like a little schoolgirl. It's, it's, it's really <laughs> exciting. Um, it is, uh, it's just so, it's just gorgeous. Uh -huh, yeah. I mean, it's really quite an evolution and, and, and very entrepreneurial as well, I have to say. So let's dig, let's dig into Snow and Glow. How, how would you describe it, you know, when friends ask you about it? With holidays in your car, we really got a, a taste of like a holiday feel, but it just, you know, we wanted to kind of bring it to the next level. And I have two young children and my wife was like, how cool would it be if we can go like snow tubing and walk through a bunch of lights and really make it an interactive thing? I mean, we're right by the beach. And <laughs> I mean, sometimes what's awesome is, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to say something and, and, and it just starts to happen. And, and that's really how Snow and Glow was formed. So we're, we're transitioning from Holidays in Your Car to our Snow and Glow a holiday festival and we were able to um, find a couple uh, snow companies that make snow and we're just put, you know, we're putting this together. It's going to be a really interesting California Christmas kind of style. Um, you'll be able to walk through, there'll be snow play. We'll be able to play with snow, make snowmen, snow angels um, kind of hang out. And then also we have a very large uh, ramp that is snow tubing. So you'll be able to tube down, uh, with your family. And it's just something us in California, we don't get to see that. I mean, like if it rains, we freak out, you know? So to have yeah. snow by the beach is uh, something we're really excited about. How big an area is it? I mean, how big of a winter wonderland are you creating right there? 
I mean, the snow, the snow tubing ramp is, is well over, it's over a hundred feet long and, and about uh, 20 feet tall, which is <laughs> when you get up there, you're like, Whoa, um, it's, it's definitely, I, I'm, I'm not exactly afraid of heights, but it's definitely a good, it's you're up there. You're pretty high. And then we have a pretty large snow play area that where people will be able to go in and, and play with the snow and enjoy that. The, um, the walkthrough light trail, um, that is a little bit over a mile and well over a million bites. So it's, it's all kinds of different activities going on and really a great way to make a holiday memory. Yeah, no, it sounds like it. And you have, you have like two different versions of this, right? There's a version of snow and glow in Del Mar and then a totally separate one in Ventura, right? Yeah. And Ventura is our, where our home base is. Um, last year we were able to do holidays in your car in Del Mar and Ventura. So we're, we wanted to keep them going. Del Mar is at the historic, right there in San Diego, at the historic Del Mar racetrack. And it, that's just going to be gorgeous. We're right in the paddock area where they bring these horses, and we're decking out all the trees and the buildings and the light displays. There'll be all kinds of hot chocolate and s'mores and snow tubing. And it's just really going to be an awesome San Diego uh, Christmas. A good way to like spend the holidays. For Ventura... Um, it's it's a little different. We're right by the beach in Ventura, and um, the walkthrough is a little longer, but it is very similar in style. And it, 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 they'll be they'll have their own personalities, but uh, you'll get the general same vibe. Right, right, right. So just to be clear, so I'm I'm on the Southern California coast where temperatures might be in the 70s or 80s, and I can build a snowman. Totally. With, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean that makes sense, doesn't it? So so. How much, how much snow are we talking here? I mean, are you putting down like, you know, six inches of snow or, I mean, how does it yeah, work? No, yeah. So basically there's, there's all kinds of different ways to make snow. And, but how, what we're doing is, uh, we are getting ice and crushing it down basically. And so we're getting tons and tons where you start with like, I think 60 tons of ice, uh, to make the initial first layer of the snow. And then you keep adding on top of it. And, um, as long as the weather cooperates, which is will be interesting in, in California. Uh, we'll just depend on how much we keep adding. But what happens is that there's a base of ice that kind of starts and then you, you're able to like, you know, continue to, um, you know, build on top of that. So we're, we're very excited and it's going to be a very unique experience. Mm -hmm. Is it, do people show up in shorts or, I mean, does, it get, does the snow make it a kind of like a cold microclimate there or is it kind of more like a, oh, I'm going to go play in the snow in my shorts or something? Well, I know we get cold at like anything below 60, we're free in California. <laughs> so, you know, um, I would, I would definitely say uh, come dress warm. And um, I, I think the, the main thing is make sure you have the proper shoes that so people forget what snow is and then they realize that it's wet <laughs> right after right. and so uh yes that we, we encourage people to you know bring the right uh, shoes and, and just you know bundle up and and it's gonna be night we are right next to the beach so it does get a little chilly but it, it's perfect it's festive and it will totally bring you into the holiday spirit mm, so i can snow i can build a snowman um what other kind of snow play do you have going on there's like anything like sledding or anything like that going on yeah we have a little sledding area for younger uh younger kids but you know the snow tubing ramp is really where it's at and yeah it's just it's just a blast i mean um I don't know how often you go down slides these days, but uh, for me, not that often. And so when we, when I went down this thing, I just, I lit up like a little five-year-old. I was so excited. I couldn't wait to run back up and do it again. So it's, it's really, it's just fun. And I, you know, I'm excited to just get, you know, like I said, I have a, a, fam a young family. Um, and so, you know, we enjoy making s'mores and drinking hot chocolate and, 
being able to walk through the lights, it's really just going to be a unique time. And, you know, after last year, it was just so, you know, you couldn't even go outside your house without freaking out. And, and it's just nice to be able to get outside. It's just a hundred percent outside and just enjoy the holidays again. Yeah. No. So the light displays, you talked about a trail. Is that something that people walk through or is it a drive through light display holiday lights? So in Ventura, it is a walkthrough. Um, and in Del Mar, we actually have a walkthrough and a drive through. Um, mm. We kept the drive through just uh, for people that, you know, are still concerned about the pandemic um, and just want to stay in their, their bubble. It's a perfect opportunity to do that. Or if you just want to get in your pajamas and get in the car and drive through <laughs> some lights, right? I mean, that's kind of fun too. Um, so, but Ventura um, is a, about a mile, mile and a half walkthrough experience. Every tree, um, every building's lit up. And then we have all these handmade uh, displays um, with, like I said, well over a million lights. So you're really going to immerse yourself into like a light, a light trail and just really, you know, enjoy it. And um, there's different little lands and, we have an under the sea area. We have a Santa's village. Um, Santa's there every night, um, which is exciting because he's a very busy guy this time of year. So we're excited to have him there. He's going to also have some, some friends with him as well. So it's uh, that's all part of coming into the snow and glow and just really having a great experience. Oh, that's great. Now, I know you mentioned uh, hot chocolate and s'mores. Um, I also saw online that igloo rentals are an option. What's that all about? Yeah, so we found we have these really cool igloos um, that basically have your own space. So if you're looking for a, a you know family like area to be able to lounge, uh, these igloos can hold up to um, eight people, and there there'll be there'll be like you know couches and like bean bags and there's some uh, holiday games, and you you'll be able to roast marshmallows and just kind of hang out um, while uh, your family could go down the slide or just go play in the snow or whatever. It's really kind of a cool area to just uh, relax. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a lot of fun. What's the timing for both events? Are they open now? No, not open yet. We're, we are hanging lights, actively hanging lights and get everything <laughs> ready to go. A million lights is a lot of lights. So you, <laughs> it takes a while to get, get that going. But we'll be opening up in Ventura right after Thanksgiving. And then the, in Del Mar, we'll be opening up the uh, first weekend in December. And we'll be open all the way through um, right after the first of the year. So Right. Come visit right through the holidays. Uh, you know, Vincenzo, this is a really wonderful gift you're you're bringing to Southern California for the holidays. I can actually see it becoming like a holiday tradition for families. I mean, that's really it's a really cool thing. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's about holiday memories and, and those memories as a kid. And that's really what the holidays are all about. Well, it sounds really great. And uh, I congratulate you, Vincenzo. Thank you so much for joining us on California Now. Thank you so much. Vincenzo Giamanco is one of Santa's main elves at Snow and Glow in Del Mar and Ventura. You can find out more and buy tickets at snowandglow.com. And as always, you can find links and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com slash podcast. This is California Now. Regular listeners of this show know we love to ask locals what to do and where to go to have the most fun. Well, if you're planning to explore North Lake Tahoe this holiday season, one local you definitely want to hear from is Brendan Madigan, owner of Alpenglow Sports in Tahoe City. From skiing to snowshoeing to simply admiring the incredible scenery and enjoying a cozy meal, he's here to give us the lay of the land. Welcome to California Now, Brendan. Thanks so much for having me. So to start out, tell us briefly about Alpenglow Sports. 
So Alpenglow Sports is a specialty retail shop that was founded in 1979 here in Taos City. And we're two stores under one roof. In the winter, we're a backcountry and Nordic shop. And in the summer, we're a trail run, rock climb, backpack, and hike shop. We also do a lot of community events for both visitors and locals. Um, so we, uh, we like to keep it diverse and, and fun for everybody. That sounds great. And I mean, I, I know a lot of people go to Tahoe in winter to ski. Um, can you give us a quick overview of what makes it such a, a great destination for skiers? Yeah, Tahoe is, is a, a world-renowned destination for, for alpine backcountry and Nordic skiing. And, you know, having had the Olympics hosted here at Palisades Tahoe in 1960, uh, it's been on the map for many, many years, and with uh, 11 resorts within the basin, um, the proximity of the basin, it's, it's hard to go wrong. There's so much to do, um, but we also tell people that skiing is just uh, one part of it. Uh, there's also other uh, very inclusive, attainable sports like snowshoeing and cross-country skiing, and then, of course, in each of the little boroughs around North Lake here, there's tremendous diversity of things to do from restaurants to shopping to, you know, attractions. And it's really just hard to go wrong. You can have fun in Tahoe, whatever you're interested in. Absolutely. But definitely the snow is a big part of it in wintertime. I mean, it seems like so many people in Tahoe are really all attuned to that vibe, you know, after waiting for it for months, I bet, you know, when a big snow comes early in the season, it must just feel electric there. It does, you know, snow for skiers is is the best drug and it's why many people came to tahoe to begin with you know come come for the winters and stay for the summers but it's really magical when you get a big dump in the in the middle of the winter or you know in these past few weeks where we've gotten our first couple storms there's just a very you know um happiness to the community that's uh you don't see throughout a lot the rest of the year Okay, let's talk about snowshoeing in depth a little bit um to excuse the pun um Tell us about the draw there. What is so great about snowshoeing? Snowshoeing is a great entry-level sport for many people. Um, You know, if you're not a skier, maybe didn't grow up skiing, uh, it can be intimidating. And it does uh, require buying equipment or at least renting equipment and buying a pass. Snowshoeing is really beautiful because you can just rent snowshoes for, you know, 20 or 30 bucks and really get out and and enjoy the mountains. You don't have to have a skill set. If you can walk, you can snowshoe. You know, once the snowshoes are on your feet, you can get a real nice taste of, uh, you know, what brought many people here and turned them into permanent residents. Um, you can enjoy the scenic beauty of the area. You can be in nature. You can unplug from your from your busy job and life. And uh, it's just a it's a great way to experience Tahoe. And it kind of can get you to places, you know, that you normally wouldn't be able to without wearing snowshoes, right? You kind of get a little deeper into nature. Correct. Yeah. If you don't wear snowshoes and you're trying to, to walk on fresh snow, you, you post hole and sink up to your knees or waist. And it's a, <laughs> it's a short-lived experience um, and very, uh-huh. very physically challenging. <laughs> yeah. What about snowmobiling? That seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, people are really into snowmobiling here, and there's a there's a concession uh, at, the, at the top of Brockway Summit on Highway 267 that has been around a lot of years, and they take um, snowmobiling enthusiasts uh, into the Mount Watson kind of um, national forest there, and uh, it's a, also a great way to get into the woods. You know, like a lot of people don't have the physical means to strap on snowshoes and, and walk walk up a hill or walk through a meadow, and so that's a that's a nice way to be inclusive and, and offer up a, a way to see Tahoe's beauty to everybody. 
Right. And how much training does it take uh, for someone who maybe who's never done it before? Does it take a lot of, uh, you know, instruction and, and experience to get on a snowmobile and go out? I think if you're renting from a, a guiding outfit, they probably walk you through a little bit of technique. Um, but if you're if you're driving a snowmobile on a on a um, groomed surface, which is what a lot of the concessions will offer, um, that doesn't take much uh, of a skill set. But if you're you know, doing your own thing in fresh powder or back in the woods, that that's a different story and it does require a skill set. Right. Okay. What about just old fashioned sledding? Like if you got kids with you and you just want to go out and, you know, do some fun sledding, uh, what's the deal there? there? Yeah, there's great sledding in the area. And that, and that's, a I think, a really good point because it lets you bring your family to the area and maybe your children aren't old enough to ski yet or maybe uh, your husband isn't into skiing, but uh, mom is and that's a great outlet to get out, be on snow, have that experience and, and, um, and have some fun. There's great sledding at, you know, North Tahoe Regional Park, uh, at Palisades Tahoe. Um, and, uh, it's hard to go wrong. Like going downhill gravity is, is, a is a drug <laughs> for a lot of people. And I think, you know, kids are no different. It's just fun. Well, you really are in, in just one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Like you, like you said, you don't even necessarily have to break a sweat to get out and have some fun and, and enjoy some nature. Correct. Yeah. I mean, you don't even literally have to get out of your car if you don't want to. Although, um, you know, we, we encourage people to because you get off the beaten trail a little bit and you, you see even more beauty than you would just driving down the road. But yeah, you know, whether it's cross-country skiing or snowshoeing or, or sledding um, or just to be honest, walking along the lakeshore, um, enjoying the, the beauty of Lake Tahoe. It's just an amazing lake with snow-capped mountains and, um, you know, sunsets and sunrises that'll take your breath away. It's just, uh, it's a special place. Mm. So let's look now a little beyond outdoor activities. I mean, Tahoe is so well known for a lot of the outdoor activities there, but there are also plenty of reasons to visit North Lake Tahoe um, that don't involve necessarily outdoor activities. Tell us about your your winter speaker series. Sure. So our winter speaker series is going into its 16th year, and it blends two goals to inspire um, and motivate mountain athletes to pursue their own outdoor dreams, but also to educate about and raise funds for local nonprofit organizations who are making a tangible difference in our community. Um, The biggest names in the outdoor space uh, have been at the event, including Alex Honnold, Lynn Hill, Jeremy Jones, uh, Glenn Plake. Um, and, uh, it's just a really fun event, um, a boisterous, uh, energy filled room. And, uh, we raise a lot of money and show people a a really good time. Right. And just to emphasize, I mean, these are like big name speakers in the Nordic sports world, right? I mean, you're getting like really big names. Yeah. So I would say they're the biggest names in the, the skiing and climbing, uh, space. Um, you know, they're the LeBron James of our industry and it's really special because they, offer up their time because between a giveaway and bar proceeds and an anonymous philanthropic group that we've created, each show raises between seventy-five dollars and $100,000 for a local nonprofit. So um, it's become okay. a really special event. That's really great. And it should, uh, you know, also it's something that is free. People don't have to pay an admission price to go, right? It's 100% free. We want the, the ski bum who's living in their car to come enjoy it or a Bay Area executive. <laughs> And, uh, you know, you get a great blend, a cross section of the community where, you know, you're kind of gathering as um, tenants of the seven day recreationalist church and uh, the 
the common theme is uh, <laughs> a shared passion for uh, playing and adventuring in the mountains. Oh, that's great. Okay. Now I, I'd also love to hear about a couple towns I might visit while I'm in the area. Maybe I'm looking for that holiday vibe that, that really captures the winter spirit or, or, or just want some great food or, or to warm up somewhere cozy with a cocktail. Where should I go? Well, I think the biggest attraction for Tahoe in general is Palisades Tahoe. Um, Olympic Valley hosted the uh, 1960 Winter Olympics. So they have a, um, a heritage and a pedigree that not many can match. And you can spend a day uh, skiing the slopes there. You can uh, go on a backcountry guided ski tour with Alpenglow Expeditions. You can take your children sledding, enjoy the village for shopping and dining. And there's amazing uh, kind of the quintessential après ski activities there at, at Palisades, which would be grabbing a meal at Plump Jack's um, in the village. Uh, with They just mm -hmm. have an immense wine selection and really good food. And it kind of gives you a, a taste of that that Tahoe vibe, um, that mountain vibe that everyone on Friday nights sets out off on their pilgrimage to Tahoe to, to experience that. Mm, so so what, if I go there, um, what do you think I should definitely order and not miss? Well, the wine selection at Plump Jack's is, is not to be missed. Um, they do a, um, a poutine, which is super popular. Mm. And uh, Poutine is that kind of Canadian, French-Canadian kind of fried french fries with the cheese curds on it and the gravy exactly so it's uh it's the epitome of of health and um after a, <laughs> a full day of ski and it you know it, it hits pretty right oh that sounds delicious i haven't had that in a really long time so that's on my list <laughs> so you mentioned shopping in the area what are some of uh, your favorites for shopping around there well uh of course i'm i'm biased and i think uh, tahoe city is the the quaintest cutest uh north shore little borough um, and I always tell people that uh, it's really, really cool because all these little towns, Kings Beach, Tahoe City, um, Homewood, um, they all have their own personality and attractions and, and vibe. And um, Tahoe City, there's there's great retail. Um, there's amazing food at Wolfdale's, which is a kind of an anchor of restaurant here in Tahoe City. Um, just down the West Shore, there's the Tahoma Market with a great kind of um, boutique grocery experience and an awesome sandwich bar. Um, so those, those are the highlights for sure. So can you, can you describe like the experience, uh, it, the shopping experience in Tahoe city? Uh, you know, is it kind of like a lot of small mom and pop shops? Are there larger stores? What's the vibe and, and, um, you know, what's the experience like? It's a great question. So, uh, it's a very organic homegrown town. And, and with that, uh, comes a lot of unique and compelling uh, mom and pop shop. Your local coffee shop uh, that's been around for decades and you have a shop like mine, Alpenglow, that's been around for, for 40 plus years. You have a great jewelry shop that's super unique and fun. Um, so you really kind of get a, um, a unique shopping experience at every little store you go into because it's a, a representation of, of the owners. It sounds like you could probably pick up a couple of gifts along the way that you might not find, um, you know, anywhere else. Yes, there's very, very unique stores. And, uh, you know, for, for someone who's hard to, to shop for, uh, myself, my wife tells me that all the time. Um, you know, there's, <laughs> there's great little unique boutique shops that you could go in and, and pick up great gifts for the family for, for the holiday season. Well, you know, the whole region really sounds like like a winter wonderland, to be honest. Yeah, it's it really is hard to go wrong. I mean, it's beautiful, it's very undeniable, but you know, you you can stop in any of these little 
little towns and, you know, have a great experience, um, you know, kind of mingle with the locals and, and see uh, why so many people make their homes here. Um, you know, the shopping and the dining uh, and the events are just fantastic. Well, Brendan, this has really been great. Thank you so much for joining us on California Now. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Brendan Madigan is the owner of Alpenglow Sports in Tahoe City, which you can find online at alpenglowsports.com. As always, we'll have links to all the places we talked about on today's episode and lots more on our website, visitcalifornia.com slash podcast. This is California Now. Thank you for listening to California Now. We hope you enjoyed this episode and get a chance to hit the road soon. This podcast is produced by Visit California. I'm your host, Satirius Johnson. You can find our show on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe. And please check out our website. It's visitcalifornia.com. California.